Ramble. When I came out on that episode, I hadn't told my dad yet. Having the curiosity in the acceptance is the gay agenda. Smosh doesn't have a, an amazing track record with portraying gay people or ca- gay characters. That's a really nice way to put it. Not amazing. She comes booming and she's like, oh my god, hello! I used to hate you! Oh! <laughs> I literally never met her in my life. Oh, even better. Got mine fresh out of the wash. They're clean. Dry, dry clean or did You're you No, I get it. Yeah, it shrinks Tumble. every time a little. <laughs> nice. Mm. I wish I could shrink mine. Guys, welcome to the Smosh <laughs> cast. We are here. This is a very special episode. Once again, I am not a white straight man with a beard. I am I'm not any of those. Wait, I'm white. <laughs> and, oh, no. Courtney just realized she's white. Oh, shit. And I'm a man with a beard. You're the beard guy today. I'm the beard guy. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I yeah. worked really hard for this. Yeah? That's the thing mm-hmm. with Smosh. We always have to have a white guy with a beard somewhere. You're welcome. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> calm down. We did it. It's fine. I I'm did here. put one under the table in case. Nice. Uh, a white man with a beard? Yeah. Yeah. Was that who's tickling me? <laughs> Guys, yeah, this is a very special, prideful episode of the Smosh cast. Um, quick thank you to Airbnb for sponsoring this episode. Today we have Tommy Bo, one of our oh. lovely meme lords. And we have Monica Vasanandi. Oh, no, you're so close, but I'm Vasandani? not going to tell Yes. Vasandani? Yeah, okay. <sighs> That's good enough. Why don't you tell us? Vasandani. Vasandani. Vasandani, okay. Yeah, okay. we yeah. did it. I, I had her, I had Monica in my phone for the longest time as Monica Van Sandy. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I was like, that's a cute last name. I'm going to call I you Van Sandy in. forever. Oh. Monica Van Sandy. Now you're Monica Vans. You, uh, that's further away. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> Great. We've done it. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Tommy, is this your first podcast? As a human being or here? Uh, both. As a human being, no, I've done a podcast or two in my day. Uh, but uh, <laughs> here, yes, first time. T- this table is not the size I thought it was. Really? What did, did you think, you think it, was... it was bigger? Yeah. I thought it was like the biggest table I've ever seen. But really? I could fit this in my pocket. It's a tiny little guy, yeah. but the legs on it are huge and like in They're the way. They're very That's obtrusive. my type. <laughs> Always in the way. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is so it's Pride Month, guys. And we, so we brought our three... The top queers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, top smosh queers. We are the queers. top. We did it. We are it's the, us. the yeah. only top queers. Everyone else is just below us. Yeah. It's well, true. I killed one. Really? Yeah. But it's not a hate crime because we're both gay. <laughs> yeah. That works. Oh, that's awesome. Guys, it wasn't until this last year that I actually fully kind of got to know you guys. I'm excited mm-hmm. that you're on here because, like, I, I love you both, obviously. But it, it was, like, it took me a while to, to like, open up and, like, get to know you guys. Mm-hmm. I um, I remember back in the day you were sitting. It was Around Josh, Sarah, Marissa, then you all yeah. the way in the back in yeah. the cubicles. How did it feel being in the back of that old office? It sucked. Yeah, and then you were also even more in the back in the yeah, writer's I room mean, at that I old was, place. Yeah, I we, was definitely in the weird corner, yeah. and Tommy was like my secretary <laughs> sitting outside our office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I never let anyone see you. I always I, said you were busy. I appreciate that. Per your request. Yeah, yeah. but you never made any of my appointments. Per your request. That's true. <laughs> You're free forever. Yeah. You guys definitely felt really far away. Yeah. Emotionally and physically. Yeah. But uh, we're here. We're we close. We did it. We're, we did it. And uh, yeah. 
Yeah, the vibe's totally different in the new office. Yeah, now. it's great. It's so nice how close everyone is. Yeah, like just in, we're all just it's basically one room. But yeah, I feel very honored hosting this in general, but also hosting it for a, a pride themed episode. As people who have listened, hopefully, to the episode, I recently came out as quote unquote not straight, and I've sought a lot of guidance from you guys and learned some really fun stories, and I would love. For the people listening or watching to hear some too. And I, I feel like there's more I want to know about you guys. Because I Same. feel like there's some oh, things yeah. I feel kind of alone on. And, or like that I don't like know are normal. Mm-hmm. You never know if something's relatable until you bring it up. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Or you assume it's relatable and then you find out it's not. Yeah. Which yeah. is a nightmare situation. That's most of the time for me, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, that was... That was bad. I actually, when I came out on that episode, I hadn't told my dad yet. Oh, did he listen? Was it through yeah, the episode? Yeah, he listened. He found out through the episode. Oh, boy. But my dad's a very easygoing guy. And I, like, thought that I'd made jokes about it and talked about it in the past. But I don't think I just, I don't think I actually did. Um, but he, like, reached out to me and it was awesome. Like, I see him all the time. It was just, I it slipped my mind. Did he take it um, well? Like, what was his response? Oh, yeah. He's just like, he just reached out. He's like, hey, love you. And I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I totally forgot to do that. Like, that's that sucks because, like, I, I know it's, like, a thing I'm, I'm, I'm embracing. I'm not, like, ashamed of, but, like, I felt really bad because it's, like, I don't know. I called my mom and, like, embraced everything, and it was, like, a really, like, lovely moment, and I didn't give my dad that moment. Oh, no. That felt kind of. You're going to have to reveal something else to him. What? I, I don't know. That's oh like that's oh I have to you. make it oh I have to make it up to him with something yeah mm-hmm. okay I'll tell him I'm pregnant when I get pregnant and then I'll I'll tell YouTube and then my mom will find out through YouTube okay if that ever happens yeah that'll even yeah. things out I'm not gonna wood because I'm I mean easy. I think the only answer is to get pregnant as soon as possible all right all right luckily we've brought in someone <laughs> <laughs> come on in um, oh he's under the table too. That's, That's the, guy. the guy. Oh, my God. Oh, I think he's been trying to impregnate me. <laughs> this whole time. Right. And for those who are just listening right now and can't see, I'm I'm wearing a jumpsuit. Oh, um, weird. I am, too. Oh, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Um, oh, so weird. It's, uh, it's cool that you've decided to, like, adopt my signature look as of five weeks ago. Yeah, this you ca- bought this. carefully cultivated look. Yeah, it's like, okay, so I, I'm actually wearing Olivia's jumpsuit from a photo shoot we actually just did. And I really like it. It's a little it's tight w- in the ass. It oh. looks great. Not or the ass have part. A- I haven't yeah, checked the yet. Oh, ass looks real bad? Cool. Good thing I'm sitting <laughs> down. It looks um, really bad. <laughs> you were sporting this in the office for a while, and I w- uh, we were all immediately jealous. Yeah, I was uh, I was worried because I'm not one to, like, take a chance. I have uh, all my clothes are like the same cut, just different mm-hmm. colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get but, that. But um, I decided to try it, and everyone was very supportive. I love it. I would like the army green on you. Thanks. I, my jumpsuit was red in the photo shoot, but I stole the pink from Olivia because I just like pink. It looks good. Yeah, it does I like look the good. pink. Yeah, I wore it, I think, you know, just to support my, my – uh, and it's in honor of you, Monica. Oh, thanks. Aww. Tommy, tell us about your jumpsuit. <laughs> um, great. Uh, my jumpsuit was in a photo shoot, um, <laughs> and I just don't have it anymore because oh. the photo shoot was so fun, and <laughs> I'm a superstar. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the story. Sick, Tommy. Thanks. That makes Anyways. sense to me. Right? You, you bought that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Great. Because it's good. the truth. Great. That I was always a, buy good. the truth. That was a good photo shoot. That was so cute. We got little like school photos for everybody. That's yeah. cool. We all got to get a little profile shot. It was mm. nice. This is this is unusual for me. I saw it. And I love the look, and it's something like I don't know where I'll wear this otherwise. But because like I'm so weird with my style, 
like I feel like I'm still figuring out like what I what works for me and what I like to wear in terms of like cuts like you said like yeah I something I've been working on and trying to figure out is like I remember when I first started Smosh I was super insecure about it but like figuring out and working through like the masculine parts of my wardrobe or the feminine parts yeah because I definitely wear like sometimes I'll go super feminine like all out but then mm-hmm. other times I feel like I'm wearing like a more like quote-unquote like butch type look where I'm yeah. wearing like my flannels and my like baggier stuff I don't know I just it's fashion's crazy man yeah, I've tried recently to no, I mean not not this. I look You look yeah. incredible, dude. What's up? <laughs> uh, I always want to like throw a football. Uh <laughs> yeah, that's but how I don't you know how. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> like in the office every once in a while, I'll just like I'll throw on a pearls and like a, yeah, a turtle. I, love and that. That, that, I loved that. I did too, but I only I you know, it's like with clothes you gotta like you buy a little bit, mm-hmm, and then yeah. eventually you have outfits. And I had, like, the two outfits. Yes. But I got to be like, I'm a queen today. And then yeah. I showed up, and I was like, oh. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm like, hi, I didn't shave. <laughs> you know, it's just how it goes. Yeah. I, um, I like, I kind of want to be more feminine sometimes. Um, but lately, I've been, like, putting my face on, like, my whole damn makeup. Um, and I feel like a pretty little soft girl when I do mm. that. But, like, I've always wanted to do jewelry and stuff, but realize that I'm just too lazy to figure out what mm-hmm. works where. Yeah, so dude. I just go button down, some jeans, call it a day. It's easy. It works. Yeah, I've just started to try get used to jewelry again because I, I never wear earrings, bracelets, not, nothing ever because usually I'm, like, scared I'm going to lose it if it's special um. or, like, it just gets in the way or it's annoying. But I've just started wearing, like, these little ne- dainty necklaces, choker things. I'm going to wear chokers, I think. I just chokers started, are in. Do it. Yeah, dude. I, in. I feel like that's going to fit me. I feel like that's me now. I've decided. I actually ordered a 40-pack on Amazon. What? Oh, yeah. 40-pack. <laughs> $13. Like, what the heck? How many so can many? you wear at a time? We're gonna find out. Oh shit! Oh my god! You gotta sh- stretch oh your neck out. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> like the dude doing those like, like uh, I don't like know. Like gauge things in the yeah neck. yeah. Like coils on more and more. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I think that's cultural appropriation, probably. Um, I'm just gonna call it Barbie neck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I was very insecure about my fashion when I first started working here. Well, you were like a full on just child, right? I was full on child. Was like fully like thought it was 100% straight like I literally didn't start questioning that until late late 2015 maybe early 2016 was there something specific that brought that on I don't know because like when I started working in LA I was all of a sudden surrounded by so many different types of people and like I obviously there there are gay people like just all different types of people where I grew up but Mm -hmm. like working in an office it's like okay we're all adults now and like understanding it was I was also understanding like different cultures like different cultures find different things funny there's different senses of humor different everything and as I understood that I was like okay like why have I been so dismissive of this certain type of part that like because and I think the fact that I was wondering that was already like the fact that like okay yeah there's definitely something I'm suppressing where I was like kept 
questioning it. And just the fact that with my clothing, I was so weird. I've always been weird about my boobs. Like I lately, like I just always wear sports bras and like pack them down because I don't like I don't like that feminine part of me where it's just like bosoms like in the air, like I'm mother nature. Hello. Um, but back then I used to like try and like push them up and like do the whole thing. I don't really like I didn't understand why I was doing it because I also was just super uncomfortable with my body. Do you just feel like that's what you were supposed to be doing? Probably. Yeah. I also I would wear I don't do it anymore. I used to wear flannels around the waist solely because I was like I don't have hips like if I wear a flannel around my hips it makes me look a little more I have a little more going on there like it, it made me at least made me feel that way mm-hmm. uh, that's funny because I've spent most of my life trying to hide my like hips and butt because <gasps> I'm like this is too feminine I want to be more rectangular mm-hmm. or just like a just a cylinder with arms would be ideal. I want to be a tube too <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the point now where like I, I'm very into like my muscles and so like i like the curviness down below like all that um but up top i like want to be like tight and just strong and brick how uh how buff do you want to be not much more than what i am now lately it's just like i work out just to feel strong and less crazy i definitely use the gym to like stay docile (laughs) like it keeps me sane. just so you don't rage yeah i like and i like what i used to when i was like Back in when my life was just shittier, like I would be at the gym just like pissed off and like pacing back and forth in between sets, just like feeling that anger and like letting it out. I had a lot built up. (laughs) So in your new gym routine, is it less like instead of like raging, what are you using to like motivate yourself? Um, That's I'm actually kind of dealing with that right now. I like I listen to podcasts now while I work out was actually it's kind of problematic because. I listen to funny podcasts, so, like, I'll be mid-crunch and, like, laugh and, like, have to, like, stop. It's really embarrassing yes. laughing at the gym to well, yourself. I, uh, I listened to uh, Ian and Pam's Smoshcast episode while I was climbing, uh, and <gasps> there was n- – I just gave up on so many climbs. I was like, what's the point of finishing? <laughs> it oh just felt God. bleak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did. So not motivating. Lately, yeah, just in the gym, I don't feel I kind of I'm bored at the gym now. I think I need to sign up for like a class or something. I I I started taking boxing. (gasps) Woof! I want to do that. Woof! It's so much fun because when I'm exercising and like fitness has is like a weird gay thing Mm. in its own like gay man gay thing yeah so the struggle to fit into like the you've got to be fit and like Eh. and like Eh. you know yeah so like what do you so because i want to know i mean it's just like okay so i don't consider myself like the stereotypical gay person no gay person is actually stereotypical yeah it's just like the general shell that everyone's mm-hmm. like trying to squeeze into it's like a baseline or something exactly especially in la because everyone's yes. like actory creative type so it's like if i'm going to be on camera i better be uh, <laughs> i'm going to make 800 of those sounds today I love uh, but yeah it's it's only recently have i been like you know if i keep I'm, it's like pushing against a wall trying to become something that you're like well i should be this i've got to be this mm-hmm. yes. and eventually that wall doesn't move and then you go why am i walking into a wall mm. yeah and you go you know, maybe i should just like get healthy and not like be like i got to be like abs and like Bleh. so yeah boxing makes it uh easier because i don't have time to think that's great yeah cuz they're just like one two one two and you're like Gah. yeah yeah that makes sense and you're learning how to beat ass yeah that's fun too it's like <laughs> yeah. a it's a cool power trip i don't know 
Yeah, it's something like just getting strong. Like are you, you're bouldering and rock climbing is so cool. Yeah. Like how often do you do that? Um, it varies. Uh, I try to go two to three times per week. Um, just like before work or something. How do you how do you get the energy in the morning? I I have to get up early anyway because of the little oh, baby. Oh, little baby. Um, yeah, because he's up, uh, and I try to get up and like help my wife get him out the door in the morning. So I if I'm up anyway, mm-hmm. then I might as well just go. So I literally was in my mind straight until 2016. So like I was so sure of it until like that that year I was like okay, something's up, and then I was working on it until then. How how old were you guys when you, like, were like, oh, that's what I am, like, in your head, before coming out, before all that? I was, uh, I was, like, a young kid. Like, I had a big old crush on Ariel from The Little Mermaid. I know oh, she's a cartoon, guys, dude, but that shell bra. Have you seen my type? <laughs> Mostly comic book characters. Max from a Goofy movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. sexy. Um, So I, like, definitely always knew. I didn't know if I would eventually start being attracted to boys, so I left the door open for a little while. But I, it it became clear to me when I, like, Mm. tried to date a boy that I'm like, oh, no, I don't like this at all. That's nice. You at least gave him a chance. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for giving us a chance. I'm jealous of him. They got, how, what was that? What, was one guy? Uh, no, I dated a couple guys. The longest was two weeks. Nice. Um, nice. That's really long. Yeah. Good. With, I usually just ghosting at the end of it. Wow. Ghosting. Because I wasn't comfortable enough to be like, and I don't know who wants to hear like, oh, I don't, it's it's not you. It's your gender mm-hmm. <laughs> entirely is disgusting to me. <laughs> Sorry, I would, Tommy. I, would, I mean, I got it. No, men are not disgusting yeah, to no, me. No. I like. I just don't yeah. want to. Just not romantically. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You gave them a shot. Yeah. They shot their shot. I tried, and then I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Then I, yeah, I think I was like, oh, I'm I'm full on gay, maybe around nineteen or twenty, but first kind of came out around sixteen. I remember thinking gay thoughts uh <laughs> since i was like in elementary school mm-hmm. like there was a like a moment in elementary school that i was like that boy is cute and then i was like what's that like what's <laughs> that thought and then you know through processing and kind of like exploring and stuff it was like probably like 13 or 15 i was like i think i'm gay but i just kind of like held on to it yeah. or you kind of do this weird you kind of make a weird loophole in your brain where it's like well I'm gay in this way, but like I'm gonna date women, and the da 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 da, da mm, and then you just mm-hmm. kind of create this weird like <clears throat> map that gets you out. And I don't know. I dated uh, three women, Ooh. and all we did was kiss. Because I was not interested in anything else. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, I feel like whenever I had those thoughts, however old I was. I just did not register them as that feeling. I think I just thought, like, I still am like, whoa, do I like that girl's boots or am I, like, checking out her legs right now? Like, I don't know. Mm. It's definitely, like, as a kid, I just never saw that, like, was an option to feel that. Right. Like, I just was like, oh, like, I just like her hair. Like, just dismissed it always. Yeah, you just, like, mentally defaulted to straight. Yeah. Because that's, you're like, oh, this works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I remember in, in middle school, I've, I think I've told this story before, or it was like right before middle school, middle school, my first time, my first kiss and my first makeout were both girls. 
And I remember the first time I, like, it, and it was both times it was, like, the other girl just, like, wanted to practice. I don't know if, like, the word got out that, like, I was the girl that people could practice with because I got caught in that situation an alarming amount of times. <laughs> like, day before middle school, this girl was like, let's let's try all these things. And she, like, wrote a bunch of things in, on papers and threw them in a bowl. And she, like, would want to try, like, different kisses and that stuff is like why, that. That is, 12, like, 12-year-old Monica's dream is to be <laughs> the practice girl. But I was definitely not. Dude, it... it I, and I didn't, like, see it. At, I think when the, the first makeout thing, because it was, like, the night before bar mitzvah, and, like, the, our crushes were going to be there. And she, like, definitely was, like, so what do you want to do? And I was, like, I don't know. She's, like, so what do you want to do? And I was, oh, like, boy. you want to you know, practice kissing or something? She's, like, yeah. And then we were, like, <laughs> oh, no. was, like okay. <laughs> and I felt, I think I felt guilty after that one. I, when I went back to my mom's house, I was like, and it was, these were all sleepovers. It's like, they have that stereotype of sleepovers, like, yeah, it happens. But I remember going back to my mom's house and writing in my diary, like, I was like, I can't believe I did this. God hates me. Oh, and I, no. I drew a little heart with a knife through it and put wrote my soul on the heart oh. and a, that was all on fire. Hell yeah. Whoa. It's in my diary that we use for those um, diary videos. It's rough, but, like, I, I think even a couple years later, I was like, that's not a big deal. It happens all the time. Uh, um, it doesn't. Oh, shit. You're no, it doesn't. God's I was, mad. I was waiting for that. I was like, <laughs> I know what sleepovers are like. Eventually, this is going to happen for me. And, uh, nope. I don't know what it was. It's like it's like girls were passing notes and like, yo, you hear Courtney? You could practice kissing with her. And then you can already experience for your first kiss with a boy. It felt, it was like, that's what it felt like. It's better than putting googly eyes on your hand. <laughs> yeah, or kissing your pillow. Um, and I remember that girl, okay, so this happened, I think three girls were like definitely three solid events where it happened. Like I remember one, one the last one was, it was Halloween and me and my friend were like, we had we were hanging out with these boys and they definitely wanted to kiss us and we we're like oh my god and I was like I'm so nervous and she's like we should practice and we like ran away to this park and like practiced for like two seconds and then came back and then we just ended up being scared and not kissing the guys like it never happened so I just kissed a girl for no reason you ran away to kiss a girl <laughs> yeah I did I mean yeah what what most straight women do is <laughs> run away <laughs> yeah I guess mm -hmm. so um, it's funny one of the so Two of those girls actually had the same name. I'll use I'll use a fake name. Um, uh, Barbonica. Now Barbonica. you can use the real one because you said you were using a fake one. Yes, Barbonica. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they both had the same name. I think word got out that I kissed one of them, and then one of them came up to me. And she was like in front of everyone. She's like, "Hey, I heard you're telling people that we kissed," and she's looking at me and that. She's like, "And we didn't. That did not happen." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Like, I don't know what else that's supposed to do with that. I didn't have any man-on-man -man gay kiss thing until, boys like... Boys don't practice kissing together? Boys don't practice kissing. Oh, we no. go in blind. Oh, no. That's why... That's why men are horrible kissers. Oh. Oh, no. They ain't practiced. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it wasn't until late high school that I had any kind of thing like that. And boy, does it click. Right? Yeah. Boy, does it click. You're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it's yes. Like, oh, this yeah. is correct. This is it. It's like, what was I doing? Sure. I want to know school. what that your first kiss was. Gross. So my first my, <laughs> my first kiss or my first gay kiss? Different, diff totally different experiences. I kind of want to hear first gay kiss. First gay kiss. 
uh, there was, <laughs> I will use a fake name as well. Um, Barbonica. Mm-hmm. Barbonica. So, uh, <laughs> it's a boy. Me and male Barbonica. Uh, <laughs> Barbonico. Barbonico. Thank you. See, we both auditioned for a play, and he got the part. And I got the understudy part, and then the theater teacher was like, "Oh, hey. weird, gay dudes in theater." I know, strange, right? Huh. So crazy. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the theater teacher was like, mm, "We should have given." you the part and i was like (laughs) i know i was like i I know and so him and i met through this like weird like rivalry like problematic oh tension oh that's the best that's the best that's amazing we know that's the best yeah yeah so you know a little bit of flirting a little bit of this and that and then it was classic you know there's school you're in school i had helicopter parents so Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's where it all went down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Except so, my yeah. sleepovers, so I was definitely not at school. It was a uh, it was a school bathroom, gross, but wow. uh, that's, that's where you got to do it. That's great, that's awesome. Yep, mm-hmm. little smoochies, dude. Little gay smoochies. Um, did you? Did he like accept that he was gay? Yeah, he was more gay than I was. Okay, because I had come out, but I hadn't done anything yet, so I was oh. still like, I was like, I knew what. I was per se, but I had never done it. So it's like you, it's like you know what you are, but you haven't experienced what you are. Yeah, yet. and so, and there's also like no one to talk to exactly. about that in most cases. Like, exactly. How yeah. am I? How do I go about like having a relationship mm-hmm. like exactly. this? Because you're like too new to the whole experience. You can't just be like, tell me about this and that. Yeah. And like you're 12. Uh, That's literally how I feel like right now. Like I, since I still feel super new to this stuff, like I'm genuinely like, I want to know all of these things and just like, cause I'm not like fully gay, but I do like, there's still parts that like, I can still learn from both of you guys and that stuff. So I'm like, I just like, I want to know everything. So I can like, I like just want to analyze it and like, Cause I just feel like I'm very naive and like, <laughs> I feel like even I'm like asking the wrong questions and like, you do know? you, uh, do you, are you able to flirt with women the same way you can flirt with men or, or close to it? Probably. I, okay. I feel like, I feel like my, not my persona, but like the way I flirt is definitely different with guys and girls. Like I definitely, I think I act more masculine when I'm like, but I, I haven't like, I've never like flirted with a girl like like deliberately like not even yet like maybe it was playful and like I wasn't mm-hmm. actually like seeking anything out like I'm still so freaking new to this like ugh I, it's like I I haven't even like we work so much I don't go out and like meet new people very mm-hmm. often so it's it's you know well I can tell you uh, like having dated women for a long time <laughs> um, I still don't know how to flirt so it's never <laughs> gonna change what was your first kiss your I dated this girl in high school. We met on the internet. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Was it? I don't uh, remember. Was it MySpace? No, this was pre MySpace. I don't know how. Whoa. I we found each other. You just Googled each other. You know, I I did spend a lot of time, like as a young person, googling like how to meet and date lesbian like oh my god <laughs> just like lonely college monica Google. was just like didn't understand lady <laughs> yeah find want lady want lady back when google you could actually have a no results 
Yeah, search thing. Dude, I totally did that. I was like, a place for teens to get together and maybe date. Like, Type in a full paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> Google was like, what? Hi, Google. Um, Courtney here. <laughs> so first. Uh, yeah, yeah, so but yes. I, uh, I have to be honest. I don't remember the first kiss. What? Whoa. Maybe we never even kissed. We dated for like three years on and off, but maybe we never kissed. Wow. What? Uh-oh. Oh, no, we kissed. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess it wasn't that special if you didn't remember it. Um, You know, I... I guess kissing in the boys' bathroom isn't, like, exactly, like, a glamorous special thing. <laughs> it was probably something, like, kind of dumb and creepy, like, in a car, in a park, like, at night oh, somewhere. So it's secret. always like, hidden. Yeah. 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 I feel like the tides have changed a little bit. They're still... There's still plenty of problems in the world <laughs> when yes. it comes to gay acceptance. He just did uh, hard eye contact with the camera. For I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm looking Real at the hard. mic. Do you feel my eyes? Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, there. You, yes. it, the tides have changed. I feel like the, I mean, I'm sure there's still people smooching in a bathroom because mm-hmm. it's school, you're young, hormones, etc. Yeah. And some people might just be into that, you know? Yeah, you know, don't bathroom shame. <laughs> I feel like nowadays it's, there's, I mean, RuPaul's Drag Con just happened. There's like little babies who are maybe, I call them little babies. You have a little baby. There are <laughs> children like eight, 10 years old who are like boys in full drag, like presenting female yeah. for the event, for the occasion. It's just, I don't know, because our age are now parents. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's just cut the secret part out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, nice. Let people kind of figure out their identity and Having explore things yeah. yeah out in the open as opposed to in your room yeah yeah i definitely yeah just didn't seem like an option i feel like when it was ever like a possibility or like thought like if that thought crossed my mind I was like no i'm not i'm not gay I'm obviously not and like the the things kids would say at high school in in high school maybe high school but uh elementary school being like oh like gay means like you're a, p- a pedophile you're a pervert mm-hmm. and it's like what the f- Okay. Back then you're like, oh, oh, I didn't I know that. And, and then you internalize a lot of it mm-hmm. too. And like there's a lot of Just like, subconscious stuff. Too, yeah. Like. There's, y- yeah. You think that there's something wrong or weird about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enough people you, says something's wrong and then you're going to accept that as truth. Yeah. And what's great about now is there's less that's wrong. So you don't have to, y- you can explore mm-hmm. that thought without having to Just break through the that door. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, break through the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I when I came out, I realized there was a lot of people I hadn't told that may be finding out through the podcast aside from my dad who like my dad easygoing, loves me, that's fine, but like there's definitely like other family members that I'm like Will they knowing that I mean I'm not even like I'm I'm just quote unquote not straight as I said like mm-hmm. whatever but family members who may not be like cool with that I'm like will they be comfortable like talking to me or being near me at family events like because I know that I saw those things being said by other people or like being thought like oh gay is so bad um that I'm like worried that my family who's like Mormon is like totally like no that's not okay and they definitely like a lot of them like keep up with me through all this content so i like i'm i still struggle with that where it's like will they be will they like let me near their kids are they gonna think of me like that person Um, yeah i mean people like they either get over it or they don't mm -hmm. but for the most part people get over it or they just want to be polite and will be civil or nice enough Mm -hmm. and then you know eventually you 
kind of stop thinking about it and stop worrying about it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there aren't many times where I will be aware of my gayness when I'm mm-hmm. talking to someone and like yeah. looking at it like, oh, you know, is this interaction being affected at mm-hmm. all? Because I'll, I'll never know. So there's no yeah. use in wondering about it. Yeah. It's just, it is the way it is. Yeah, that's, I guess it's just good to have a, just be optimistic going into it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I get the sense. worry though. Because when, like, uh, similarly, I came out to my parents last. It's yeah. weird how yeah. you do yes. that. I, I get that, though, because, like, there's a lot of kids in my high school that are like, oh, he's gay, but, like, his parents don't know. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like, mm-hmm. so I'm... But he's, like, walking around being all, yeah. like, swooshy. It's his place. How did yeah. they take it? Uh, my parents, I lucked out. I am very great. You, like, you gotta be grateful when your parents take it okay. Yeah, yeah it went well. It's a very silly story. I, I like, got caught in... Uh, like a gay thing I was like texting my friend about like the guy that guy and uh, so I thought my parents like put two and two together they didn't so I came out very like that's right because I was (laughs) you expect this horrible nightmare experience which some people have and that's absolutely horrible and just the worst yeah Uh, but I went in expecting the worst as Almost everyone does when they come out. So I was like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm gay, and I'm your son, and I still love you, so you better still love me. And they're like, why are you yelling? (laughs) Like, it's fine. Why are you, what, calm down. And then my dad was like, I don't mind that you're gay. I just wish you would have come out a little nicer. (laughs) Could have sat me down. And I was like, like, okay, dad, all right. That's so cute. That's sweet. What about you? Uh, Oh, boy. Um. Oh, yeah, yours was very different. Sorry, I was just like, yeah, what about you? Was yours cute? <laughs> I was like, I'm not. N- no, not, not <sighs> particularly. So um, I was worried um, just because my parents are Indian from India. So culturally, things are a little bit different. And so well, I, came, I first came out to my brother, and he was really supportive and great. Um, and then I think that I, I came out to my parents, but it was also like my, my parents would kind of like snoop through my stuff all the time and like mm. read whatever I wrote. So they definitely like, I was a little bit pushed out. So it's fine. Like, okay, I'm going to tell them. So I told them and the initial response was uh, not great. Um, mm. My mom asked uh, if it was because I did theater. Um, and then my dad asked uh, if it's because guys didn't like me. <gasps> So it was like overall Damn. just a uh, rough dude. and hurtful experience. Sorry for putting you on blast. Uh, if <laughs> oh. my parents are listening to this, which they're not, but um, <laughs> but like it's 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 like okay it's, now. Yeah, yeah. They it took them a while to come around, but eventually, you know, they did. I think my dad it finally clicked into place for him, like in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a conversation where he was like, "I just don't know why you've." chosen such a difficult yeah. path and I was like well you know it wasn't a choice and then yeah. that suddenly no matter how many times he heard at that time it just clicked with him uh, um, and then uh, I think my mom stopped trying to pitch the idea of setting me up with a nice Indian boy to get married probably also early 20s wow yeah so and that was so I first came out when I was 16. I also had to keep like reminding them. So like there were smaller versions of this event mm-hmm. almost annually for like a few years, but That's rough. But, you know, we're we're in a good place now. It just took a little while to get there. I'm yeah. glad you ended up in a good spot. Thank you. Yeah. 
That's very good. I was a little scared with my mom. I like I knew she was going to accept me. I like I knew she wasn't going to like disown me or anything, but like I was worried cuz she's the more Mormon parent um of my family. And so I was a little worried that she'd be just like shocked or like not believe me. I just like I always tend to fear the worst anyway because like I I usually hope that the whatever comes out is better than what I expected. Uh, and it was like she was so nice. She like when I told her, she thought it was like her responsibility to like help me through those feelings. That's like she so she thought I hadn't like really worked it out yet. And I was like, I literally was crying like it was on the phone. Um, like I definitely like got on my bed and just like made the call. And uh, it, I was just so thankful for her reaction. And then just forgot to tell my dad. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, I'm obviously like really happy for you guys that you had smooth experiences but there's uh, there's this like shitty part of me that resents that even mm. though that's what we're fighting for right it's like it's tough because like obviously i want it to be easy for for people to come out and for it to not even have to be a thing mm -hmm. like a whole coming out thing but like oh by the way that's great you know mm -hmm. yeah there's just this little part of me that's like i hurt you have to hurt too yeah. and it's the part of me that i hate but well, that, it's that's there a human feeling though that's like a human experience. I think that goes beyond uh, like gayness, but I, I, I totally understand. I, yeah, I, just... I feel like it's like you you overcame something and you grew stronger from this thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you had to like you had to pull through the mud to get to where you are to be okay. And like we just kind of got plopped. You're just like bloop. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. Like that's. But, yeah. but yeah. I also like I know that I'm probably right in the middle of the spectrum mm -hmm. of coming out experiences. Like there are far worse experiences because uh -huh. ultimately my parents like they didn't kick me out they didn't disown me they didn't like punish me mm -hmm. they were just it was just not friendly absolutely wasn't their fave yeah. wasn't yeah. the vibe <laughs> <for> the <laughs> that's what they said yeah <laughs> yo monica this is not the vibe huh. said your monica, dad monica i yeah. just don't really like this groove man. your <laughs> indian accent is impeccable thanks so much <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, that's why I started my story with like that I'm super grateful and like mm -hmm. you have to be aware of the full spectrum. Yes. Because if you're just like, well, it's Lottie Dobby and gay, yeah. then and that's, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's just, that's the thing like a lot that I, when I'm trying to learn more about the, the, the community, it's like, yeah, like there are people who like it's been kind of pretty much pleasant, but there's like a lot of struggle and like acknowledging that struggle and kind of like being sensitive to it. Something I've oh, been aware of is like outing people for them is like something I was like, oh my gosh, like that's a thing that probably totally happens. Like I was once with two girlfriends, one of them was bi and like these two friends had just met each other. And like, I was like, oh yeah, like you're bi, right? And, uh, and the friend was like, uh, yeah. And I, and I realized like, oh my gosh, that probably like was not okay for me to do. Mm. Uh, turned out the third friend who was learning that was actually not a tolerant person of that. Oh. So didn't learn that immediately, but like that. So it's like things like that, like you, you have to be aware of. Um, and just like the community in terms of like Stevie, we, um, we sh I shot something with her uh, mm -hmm. on Mythical, and she did a thing where she was teaching me or trying to quiz me on uh, queer slang. Mm -hmm. Ooh. It was really fun. I didn't know, like, any of them. <laughs> there was one, like, celesbian. Oh, yeah. Celebrity lesbian. Yep. Makes sense. That's, that one makes sense. But mm -hmm. then there was, like, wrinkle room. And I was like, oh, vagina. And she's like, no. <laughs> Apparently that one means, like, it's, like, a place where a lot of old gay guys hang out. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there's a lot of fun sides to the community, too, I guess, which is awesome. 
It's just a, like a lot of give and take yeah. of what there is. I've never been to a gay bar. Oh. It's something. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah, it's something. Um <laughs> I uh briefly uh when I was around 21 and I think only for that year um, I a couple times went to a lesbian night in West Hollywood called Truck Stop. Yikes. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was uh, as advertised. Um, it was a <laughs> lot of grease. <laughs> People under the car. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. They're like, let Jumpsuits? me weigh your. <gasps> oh, full circle. And I'll dress like a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So it, it, uh, that's yeah, all. Sorry. Just that's want all? just want to put that out there. Truck stop. Truck stop. There mm-hmm. are no. There's like, lesbian bars aren't really a thing. It's usually a it's lesbian not. night. That kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. That's kind of lame. I mean, it's, it's a true stereotype. Lesbians like to stay home a lot. <laughs> like, if you're a lockdown lesbian in a relationship, chances are you're like at home uh, with your two dogs and three cats just like covered in fur watching netflix that That sounds great yeah yeah Yeah. speaking of netflix i've actually just started watching the l word yeah yeah for people who watching or listening that's or don't who don't know what that is it's pretty much i feel like it's like the lesbian sex in the city type thing ish yeah a little yeah it's a little more dramatic yes I've, i've only watched i'm like midway through the first season um but it's because like I got a lot. Of, I feel like I got a lot of dating experience, straight dating experience through watching. I I hated Sex and the City, but you know I watched the entire series and both movies because I'm <laughs> like that. Um, so now it's kind of interesting watching the L word because it's like I'm learning a little more, getting kind of an insight on the dating life ish. I don't yeah. know if it's fully accurate. I'm hating some characters already. That's yeah. just how it goes. I'm yeah. gonna watch it all. I know I will. I wish there was an equivalent for like gay dating there's a f- there's a f- this one show that I'm not going to remember so this is fun to hear about uh, <laughs> but um, there's not a lot of like gay examples on like TV mm-hmm. for like a gay guy to like watch and be like oh I see how like a relationship could be and could unfold because yeah. like gay men in particular well I guess gay people in general are very like caricature when they show up yes and and usually like anything any uh media about them is centered around them being gay so it's like you're like i'm just a person who is yeah Mm -hmm. whereas like any story and up until like fairly recently any any movie or tv show is like the the gay character's whole arc is about being gay Mm -hmm. yeah yep who's he gonna date what show is he performing in? Yeah. <laughs> the one what? other gay person shows up in the show. You obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's interesting too, because like even in our Smosh videos, like Smosh doesn't have a, an amazing track record with portraying gay people or ca- gay characters. That's a really nice way to put it. Yeah, Not it's a very nice. I mean, even up until like I had been here for a year or two, and like even then, you're still like, ooh, this is. Is rough. Like the certain, like we had a, a, it was like every first date ever. There's a scene where it's it's a gay couple because you want to like get all the representation. I don't know if you were on at that point. No, it wasn't really a writing thing. It was like the wardrobe choices for the character. It was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, and I'm like, who knows who made the choices, whatever. But like, it definitely was just like when we saw the edit, we're like, oh my god, this that didn't seem necessary. It seems kind of insensitive. Um, and it's like, that's not where our heart's at, obviously. Like, we right. wanted that scene for a reason. But even then, that was probably better than how things used to be. I don't, I can't recall 
any you know, how things like used to be like back way back on Smosh. I mean, I th- I think that there is just a lot of like uh, playing gay, which is mm-hmm. yeah. just yeah, the trying to be as flamboyant as possible and and doing the voice and like the lisp and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Right now, I try to like write gay characters and relationships like into our sketches mm-hmm. um just to kind of like to to again hit that broad spectrum especially when we're doing stuff like ebe's mm-hmm. um every blank ever's where you know you want to get every single yeah, thing it's supposed to be every <laughs> uh, everyone but, ever but it's i don't want to feel like i'm pushing my like agenda but at the same time i still like want to service yeah. you know and and you know put content out there that i feel like is real mm-hmm. um so it's it's tough to toe that line a little yeah. bit i mean even in our like <clears throat> in our smosh pit stuff um we've we've pitched ideas or like we'll want a certain thumbnail for a video and it's like we uh, like like oh let's put koa on the thumbnail for this fan fiction video mm-hmm. and there's like a concern cuz like some like as as far as we've come in society, like, a lot of our fans still don't get it. Like, we had that video Kiss Currency come out a few years ago, and people in the comments were like, but wait, how can a girl kiss a girl? I don't... Wait? What? Yeah. But how could a boy kiss a boy? What? But at a certain point, we just got to be like, fuck those people. We do. Yeah. Like, and I hope we get to that point. It just seems like it was pretty recent. Like, we, we didn't put Keith and Noah in love on a thumbnail because it's like our fans might... Like, some of them just won't click on it. Right. Because that's not the the quote unquote hetero norm that they're expecting. Yeah. Right. Which is, it's, uh, yeah, I hope we come further and further with that. And I'm sure we will because it's, yeah. you're, you're balancing business, advertising, the actual culture exactly. outside of that. So yeah. I think we're on our way. Yeah. And it's, it's like we, we still had Koa in the video very right. much in love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just want to be like, and it's I guess it's good because the people who are like, if they see the thumbnail, they're like, no, I don't want to click on it, mm. which that sucks if that happens. But if they click on that video and then see that happen, they're like, oh, I guess that's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Then, then that happens. Right. And, and a lot of people are younger and they're still forming yeah. their opinions. So. Yeah, you that, know, that's but, the, but hopefully they're open to things. When Mythical was bringing us all together, like they were making sure, like I, I remember hearing one of them being like, "Well, we need more women on this team," and like stuff like that. I it makes me really happy when you hear that stuff. And when I found out Stevie's gay, I was like, "What the heck? Hell yeah, nice. dude!" Her and I recently went to dinner, and like she she she's the one who told me to watch the L word. Um, but yeah, she I got a lot of nice uh, educational stuff from her too i'm Pamphlets. just trying to learn from every if i if i find like hi i'm courtney like hi this i find out you guys like hey can i can i ask you some questions i'm like a nerd <laughs> like trying to figure everything out still i uh i had a story i wanted to tell you guys it's oh um, it's this it, is like a really bad segue but like here we are um and because this is a story i've actually told people before and we were like it, it was like i was actually not I was still straight in my mind at that point, too. Uh, it's called The Girl Who Wouldn't Leave. I told this story to Ryan Finnerty, and, like, we we wanted to make a movie out of it somehow because it was, like, that crazy. I remember that. Yeah. I, I have, like, a few, like, drafts of, like, the first few pages and, like, a couple one pages of, like, the story. And it's obviously the script's going to be very different from the actual story. But what happened was, um, so one night I was being texted by my friend. She's like, oh, my God come to LA, like, I want to take you to this rap concert. It'll be really fun. 
And I was like, okay, yeah. And she's like, oh, but if you come, like, can you give this other friend a ride? Uh, because she can't, she can't drive out there. And you're, so you're going to drive her and you out to this concert that I have VIP tickets for. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, we'll call this person who shows up. Um, we'll call her Kara. Sure, Kara. I'm waiting for this girl to show up to give her a ride to this concert in L.A. And I was still, like, living hella far away. L.A. seemed like a different planet to me. All of a sudden, I get a knock at my door. I'm, like, all ready to go for this night. And then I open the door, and this girl, Kara, comes in. She comes booming, and she's like, oh, my God, hello. I used to hate you. Oh. <laughs> I literally never met her in my life. Oh, even better. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then she's like, yeah, I used to hate you. Oh, my God, there was this guy that liked you, and I liked him, and I was so pissed that he, he liked you and not me, and so I hated you. But now I love you. How are you? Do you want some of these pills? <laughs> I was like, oh. That's oh. so much to unpack so in hot. one sentence. Literally, that was the first minute. Of her still in my entryway, like, haven't even taken shoes off yet. Or uh, I guess we would be putting them on if we were going. We still hadn't, like, I wasn't fully ready to go. We're still getting my bearings. She's telling me her whole life story, like, straight up. She's like, yeah, I had this crazy boyfriend. He used to, she, she said some rough stuff. She's like, he used to beat me, but, like, we're still together. Um, but, like, yeah, oh, my God, I'm, I love you. I'm so excited for this night with you. Like, uh, do you want these pills? And I kept saying, like, uh, no, I'm okay on the pills. Uh, what, what were the pills? Um, aspirin. Yeah, just Headache. aspirin and vitamin C. She was trying to help you, Courtney. Yeah, she was like, you, you, you don't look good. You need some vitamin C. <laughs> fighting off a cold? It was clonopin. Okay. I don't know what that does to a body, so. Uh, it's uh, it's an anti-anxiety. So, okay, so she was like basically offering me Xanax? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, oh my God, we are in for a night. Okay, let's just... Let's just go. We're going to go to this concert. All of a sudden, my friend texted me. Well, I'll call my friend Tess. She was like, hey, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I can't take you guys to this concert anymore. Sorry. Bye. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, Kara, we can't we can't go to this concert anymore. Like, I'm sorry. I guess it's not going to happen. You know, whatever. Sorry, I can't take your pills. Huh? And she was like, oh, my God, no, that's totally fine. I'm like, I... Like, let's have a sleepover. I can't get my ride home. So, and she lived really far away. So I couldn't drive her back. It was like, I was still, I think I was, I was like 17 at okay. this point. Like, Ooh. yeah, I was like not allowed to do anything unless my parents had specifically said, okay. And they didn't say, okay. So she was like, yeah, let's have this sleepover. And it's going to be amazing. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I can't believe that guy loved you. And like, he didn't want to date me. Like, I can't believe I used to hate you. And I love you now. Do you want some of these pills? <laughs> I'm like, um, no. Uh. What else do I talk about? I hate you. Um, pills. I hate okay. you. Did uh, I tell her I hate her? Let me check my notes. Okay. Hate you, love you, pills. <laughs> She's like a soundboard. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, you know, whatever. She can stay here. She has no way of getting home. That's that's fine. It was like 10 o'clock at this point. She's like, yeah, oh, my God. She's like trying to find a way to like get alcohol, all this crazy stuff. And all of a sudden, I hear a, my doorbell. And I walk up, and I open the door, and it's the guy that she was talking about this guy that I hadn't seen in two years and he apparently like had a crush on me and I guess I friend zoned him he's all of a sudden at my door he went to a different high school like I literally didn't know him very well he's there and you didn't know he was showing up I either. had no idea oh, he boy. was showing up I love the sitcom that you lived <laughs> this is it, it, this is real and I don't believe it's real she 
Kara comes out and she's like, oh my God, it's him. It's Toby. Like, I, Toby, remember when you were in love with her? Oh boy. And he was like, oh, God, that was, I, that was two years ago. I, uh, I was just like, what is going on? Uh, and she, she runs off to go grab her pills probably to offer him some. But like, it's just him and me in the interview. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on. Like she, I guess, invited him over. And he was under the impression that I knew, I guess. And he's like, oh, I, yeah, that's crazy. I, I barely know her, too. Um, this is this is really weird. But, like, he decided to just stay and still hang out. And I was like, okay, like, I guess this is happening. We, like, got Taco Bell. And she, this entire time, is now telling him her whole life story about her crazy boyfriend and all these things she's into. And it is just hours and hours of this and I literally I'm just like I'm going through the whole thing just like what is happening it's just so weird that you just kind of sit back and like let it go yeah you just yeah, yeah you don't know how to respond yeah. to this new thing yeah you yeah. just take a passenger seat in your yeah. brain and you're just like, <laughs> yeah and there was a point where all of a sudden she's like oh my grandma's here she runs out no what <laughs> <laughs> she runs out and her grandma's in the car and she's like oh she she has my medication grabs it she's like bye grandma and dr- the grandma drives off i'm like wait 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 couldn't she grandma. have taken you she home she could drive you home. She's like, oh, but no, but we're having a sleepover. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. And, okay, so she stays. She's, this is, it's literally the whole night's, like, revolved around her. She's just, she's just this personality, and she's just putting it on, like, letting us know everything about her. Like, go off, queen. Like, sure. <laughs> I Like, I wasn't going to stop her. Um, and this guy, Toby, just was down to stay. I, I think there may have been still some, like, feelings or something, and, like, that's why he was staying there. Oh, 100%. Until 3 a.m. was just talking, and I was like, I at the point, I was like, okay, guys, listen, like, dude, Toby, you gotta go home. Like, <laughs> it's time for bed. Like, okay. And he finally leaves. And when someone sleeps over that, like, I don't know very well, I let them sleep on my bed, and then I sleep on the floor, because, like, I don't care. And so I was, like, setting everything up, and Kara comes in. And I like. I'm like, yeah, you sleep on the bed. I'll sleep on the floor. And she's like, no, like we can share the bed. It's fine. And it's a twin size bed. So I was like, no, that's okay. Like I'm good. Like I'll just sleep on the floor. Like I like it. <laughs> and she's like, all right, well. And she offers me one of her pills one more time. I totally know one more time. Um, and then we're we're both laying down. And she's still wanting to like talk and just keep going and talking. And she's like, yeah, like oh my god. So like, what are your turn ons and stuff like that? And I was like, oh, um, oh boy. yeah, you know, I guess I guess I like this thing. It's kind of cool. And she's like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah, that's so good. Oh my god, I'm just getting I'm getting horny now just thinking about that. Oh no. I was like, whoa. And she's like, yeah, oh my god, like that's so crazy. Um, so like one time I like scissored with my cousin, and it was crazy. <laughs> It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and like, and she's like, yeah, but I like think I liked it. And sorry, viewers, like that took a deep turn for you all. <laughs> but this is my life, so this is what happened. She's like, yeah, that the scissoring, like I liked it, and then I did it again with another cousin, like later on. Who is this, what is this what family? Is oh. <laughs> the grandma shows up, gives medication, leave, doesn't know who I am. <laughs> like, oh my god! She's like, yeah, scissoring is crazy, and I was like, wow, dude, good for you. <laughs> 
uh, good night. And she's like, yeah, you know, like, scissors, scissoring's awesome. Like, I think that's something, like, I want to do with you. What a great way to propose Sex. <laughs> See, listen. There's a gr- a good lesson about f- about foreplay here. It says it's an eight hour thing. You show, <laughs> you just show up. Yeah, you stick to the script. You tell them, I hate you. I love you. Let's scissor. Yeah, you get two cameos. <laughs> yeah, grandma. Oh my god, two cameos. Yeah. Yeah, so she says that, and she was super casual with it. We haven't made eye contact the last 10 minutes. She's, we've both been staring at the ceiling. Like, I'm, I'm on the floor. She's in my bed. Like, yeah, just that's something, like, I kind of think I want to do with you. It's like, if you want to try. I know we're not cousins, but <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at this point, I was like, you know, Kara, I'm actually about as straight as it gets, so... Mm-hmm. I'm good. And she was like, no, but, like, it's really fun. Like, I'll show you. Like, it's really cool. Like, like we'll just give it a try, and it'll be really great. And I was like, um, no, like, I'm really good. It's fine. She's like, no, like, I, I promise you, like, it's really fun. She goes for, like, 15 minutes literally trying to convince me to do this thing. And I was like, you know, but it wasn't ever, like, aggressive ever. It was just like, you know, like, it'd be really cool just to like try. Just, like, selling you on it. It's like, really fun. Maybe we could do that. Okay, watch this PowerPoint. Yeah. It's like she found out through the grapevine that I'm one to practice with, too. It's like yeah. it's like the word traveled that far. But um, I finally was just like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really, Kara, I think I'm good. And she was like, oh, okay, good night. Takes out a hearing aid, puts it on the nightstand, oh. and rolls over and goes to sleep. Oh, I love that exclamation point on that story. Yeah. <laughs> she could, yeah. Maybe uh, she just couldn't hear you say no. Yeah. Maybe. You, shit. Is that insensitive? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. She wasn't dead. Like, I think it was just bad bad hearing in one ear. Yeah. And then she, she the, the next morning, the, the friend Tess, who invited us to that concert, who I never heard from the rest of the night. Well, yeah, because she dumped her crazy person on mm-hmm. you. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, can you take care of this crazy person? Um, and take her pills. I woke up the next morning to her coming in, like jumping in, jumping on the bed and being like, hey. And I like, grabbed her. I was like, I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that girl didn't leave my house till 5 p.m. that next Whoa. day. Whoa. Um, wanted to talk about doing a trip to Santa Barbara together. In the hotel room. I have no idea. I was literally 17. I didn't understand these feelings or or what that was. I was like, what is this? Yeah, that's no way to hop into exploring something. Yeah, no. I always want to be like, do this. You want to try it? Try my pills and try my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Take it for a test drive. Yeah. Um, wow, what a yeah, story. Wow. That, that was the most I've ever been hit on by another girl, I think. But uh, yeah, that. That you'd say that's uh, movie worthy. That that I would night. Say so. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you just gave away the entire plot. Uh, well, we we had other details and layers we we're gonna add on. Great, but there's four more grandmas. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just keep driving by to deliver different <laughs> medication cameos, different famous old women. <laughs> old women. Oh my god. Get them on Meryl Street, please. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You wanna help me write that? Oh, yeah, Monica, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd love Can to. Can I be a grandma? Yeah, yes, be a grandma. <laughs> Can you do our our memes when we promote the movie coming Absolutely. out, please? That'd no, be amazing. Got it. Um, yeah, that was that was the craziest night ever. It's so wild that she was just so like, I'm gonna go for it and just like show up, and if everything goes right, we'll be scissoring by two a.m. <laughs> And and then she hit the roadblock and just kept jumping over him like, 
She doesn't oh, yeah. want the pills. I'll keep asking. Maybe she wants. Maybe she wants the crush that we had on that yeah, guy. Yeah, maybe she needs yeah. him around. No, it doesn't need him around. <laughs> and then when it got to the bedroom part, she was like, "You want to sleep on the floor? That's fine. What turns you on? Like just kept going. Do Did floors you... turn you on? <laughs> you said Tell you me. like it. How much do you like it? Oh my god! Wow. It's wild because like, I I think that I am. I'm so hyper aware of like not wanting to be the person yeah. who is like uh like the creepy like yeah. gay yeah. that like we were told that all gays are. Yeah. Like so I will try to like just desexualize myself yeah. entirely mm-hmm. when I'm like with a group of women or in female spaces like locker rooms or stuff because I just don't want to come across that way at all. I feel that paranoia too. Like I like I, even on the podcast where I came out I was like guys disclaimer like I don't I'm not into Olivia. I was like I get worried if I like make certain friends uncomfortable because I'm like I'm playfully flirty with literally everyone but um, I definitely like get paranoid of like and I compensate of like when I'm worried that like if I'm talking to my friend or who's a girl, I like think or like just just when they found out that I'm uh, not straight, that they were like, oh, God, was she hitting on me that one time? Like, I definitely worry about that. And it sucks that like that even has to come up for you. Like, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't I don't assume that like every straight man I meet wants to get with me. Yeah, that's the thing. I think. That's something I kind of deal with is, like, when I meet a lot of guys, I'm kind of almost always on the defense a little bit. Just I And I think it's a lot with, like, my track record with guys because, like, I just growing up, I don't know if it was, like, just who I was. Like, I was weird and, like, I didn't realize how weird I was, so it came off as confidence to other people. I was Mm -hmm. just actually oblivious to my own weirdness. Just kind of being appealing to guys. So, like, I definitely have that a little bit. Just in the back of my head. It's never, like watch out, buddy, mm-hmm. don't touch me, whatever. It's like, it's it's definitely like uh, subconscious, like, oh, that's, that's a thing I have to worry about. Um, so I guess that's why I feel it so much. Okay, that makes sense. Because I, I'm imagining that that's what they're feeling with me. Yeah, it gets, it's, there's a similar gay, like, parallel to that. Uh, straight guy, there's, there is a trope, a mm-hmm. trope, uh, like a stereotype, I guess, of gay men pining over straight guys mm-hmm. right and i'm not i mean i guess i get it but i've i've personally never mm-hmm. ever like got into like a straight guy like i've never like thought you know i was like oh i have a crush on him and i'm going to like make it happen yeah and there at a time i think there was men that did a lot of that because I I assume like the closety nature of it it just kind of like get me out of here I got a you know bone or whatever <laughs> uh, but there is definitely because of that era I think there's less gay men in general that are doing that but now because that happened there are straight men who mm-hmm. think like oh is he going to hit on me like I don't I don't know I'm like a little uncomfortable so I've learned just like you have to like neutralize my like not my gayness but like the yeah. The energy. Yeah. I don't know. You just mm-hmm. kind of like tuck it away and you're just like, hi. I'm going right. like, to turn into the normal version of SpongeBob. Exactly. Hi, how are you? <laughs> the little circle person. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, That's just a... like I like just not sexual at yeah. all. Like nope. just just the least sexual person. What is what is that? I don't know. Yeah. I've, bl- oh. I'm plastic. <laughs> I look back on like previous 
interactions I've had with women and men. I'm a very flirty person and it's bitten me in the ass before with guys. So like I definitely look back on like when I'm I have a friend and like I slapped her on the butt playfully. I'm like, ha ha ha. Like I worry that like, oh, my God, was that something that's uncomfortable for them? Like, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird give and take. How long how long is your longest relationship? Um, I think it was two and a half, maybe three years. Gotcha. Ish. And that, I was in the relationship when I re- realized I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I, I, at that point I was like, oh, I'm pansexual. Um, and I, but like didn't do anything about it. Didn't seek out information or how to learn about it or anything because I was in the relationship. Um, I had some friends. I was like, oh yeah, like you could go out, maybe go to a gay bar and like <laughs> see what that's like. But like. Never ended up happening because I was, like, in this relationship where I was, like, always with them. You know mm-hmm. how it goes. Um, so, yeah. No, and I and I, I don't even know. Like, I still don't know if I picture myself in a relationship with a girl yet. Mm-hmm. It's just something I still need to, like, explore. Well, you got, yeah, you got to explore before you can yeah. go all that way. It's just, like, being when I was a kid, I was, like, oh, I don't. Well, when I was a ki- little girl, I was boy crazy. And I was, like, I want to marry a man immediate not a man <laughs> I would I'm, I'm I want to be a child bride I need to marry a man I was all about getting married and having a boyfriend super young but like it's just I feel like it's just the same as like I wasn't ready to to make out with a boy yet I didn't know him that well so I think it's the same with girls where it's like I don't I'm not ready to do certain things because I don't know it's new I'm like a, I'm like a kid again like figuring stuff out like that do you know uh like what kind of girls you're into? I feel like I, I made this tweet a, a while back where it's like, uh, what do you mean I have a type? And it's like all these uh, very sexy cartoon characters. Like the, the I think like that, <laughs> it's like the, the unrealistically like gorgeous, long hair, crazy Amazon body. I, but yeah. I don't know. Even then I'm like, I don't know. Like Cartoon villains. Cartoon villains. Hit me up. Ursula, you got my number. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me up. Hell yeah. I will hook you up. Ursula, dummy thick, dude. Oof. How do you scissor if you got eight (laughs) legs? It's a a long night. Uh, Think of a foreplay. (laughs) I get it, though. Like, when I I was first gaying, I don't know what I just said. Uh, When when I was first gaying, I I was also, like, into cartoons Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, just, like, ideally, ideal figures of masculinity or men and then as time got along and I did experience more things and like get the the physical like reality Mm -hmm. of a human being and not like a cartoon that's when my 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 type I guess kind of took more form and what is it I don't really have one so I know that's the antithesis to what I just Mm -hmm. said but it's it's less about the the picture in front of me and more about like the dynamic. So it's like, yeah. I, I can't tell you what my type is, but when I talk to someone, I realize yeah. they're my type. Have you noticed like a through line at all with uh, all with the men that you've dated or been interested in? Yeah, well, the men that I've, there's, there's people that I date and then there's people that I like. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is my character flaw. <laughs> okay, we're all learning this here. Uh-huh. Uh, the men I've dated, have tended to be a little bit unsure of who they are. There's mm. still an aspect of them that they're still trying to figure out. Okay. And I think I also have that. And so I'm like now in this new part where I'm like, well, let's just explore every aspect of myself before I hop into a new relationship. So I avoid that again. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if we we offered like an unsure, like, are you scared of the world? I'm scared of the world. Let's mm. yeah, let's like do this together. Yeah. yeah. I get that. And, and that's 
that's nice for that time. But, you know, looking forward, I want... I want my my wife, you know what I mean? I want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want my little I don't want a baby, but like I want that kind of life where y- you're in a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like that my type it, it, there is like a look I made that joke about, but it's more also like the energy that they give off. Right. Like yeah. the 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 sexy cartoon villains give off that like it's ironically it's big dick energy or like yeah. that strong right. energy where they're like, "Yeah, what's up?" Yeah, like, it's like yeah. fuck with me. Yeah. What, like, yeah, just like on. the yeah, the confidence yeah. and the Slight arrogance yeah. and all that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember watching Orange is the New Black early on in the show and being and like seeing all the different types of like gay women and being, I'm being like, oh, that one's, oh, that one though, also, whoa, okay. And they're all like very different, so yeah. it, it does because like there's the very masculine type, mm-hmm. um, and then there's the super feminine, just like powerful type as well. So uh, yeah, it's just it's the energy I think and what they give off. Yeah, there are yeah. a lot of different like types of gay people i don't know i feel like mm-hmm. the the gay yeah. community is like are you one of eight things right. if not i don't know what to do with you <laughs> yeah so you have to like shove yourself into like one of the little yeah, yeah. i don't know how do you feel about yeah. the different ones in the lesbian community um i it's it's tough because i used to like very much uh like follow that and try to be like where do i fit where does this person fit and try to put people in these boxes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's i guess kind of helpful if you like if for the people who feel like they fit that identity I don't so I just I don't bother I used to be like I'm attracted to femme women but like I realized like I'm attracted to like girls who would have been mean to me in high school (laughs) that's what I'm into that's so real (laughs) so it's yeah I don't know I, I think it's more prevalent in like the gay male community right like the yep bear twink otter yeah Yeah, having like a specific like yeah i mean it's the the labeling isn't being one of the labels isn't a problem like Mm -hmm. if if you're like i'm a bear great you're a bear there's not there's nothing Mm -hmm. negative about that you have your your click of people it's the people who are on the like trickly outsides people who are picky and choosy and the people on the outside because it's like well where do i yeah fit in it's like do i even care so like i'm in the same boat where i like oh Sorry. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, there's just there, there's it's about like the people who aren't able to fit into those mm-hmm. slots that feel isolated. And it, like and it's like this microcosm of the whole gay experience because right. you're like, oh, I don't fit in because I'm gay. Oh, I found my people. And then within your people, yeah. you're also like, oh, but I'm still an outsider. But I'm still not. Right. And especially in the gay man community, we all hate each other. I don't get it. <laughs> Like, it's so, like... I have heard a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, it is just, like, people will... It, it's judgy. It's clicky. It's just really... Everyone's... I mean, because it's, like, everyone can date each other. It's, like, the gay mm. nightmare, but, like, the be- the beauty and the nightmare of it. And so it just... It becomes this tornado where you can't really grab onto anything. I, I don't know. That's a crappy metaphor, but mm. that's what being gay feels like. <laughs> Especially in L.A. It's yeah, tough out here. I, I think that uh, it's great being a bit in a big city because you can find all different types of people but also when you move to a big city it's like it feels like a competitive thing because Mm -hmm. it kind of is like you are in this group of people that you are competing against each other to date each other and it's it's so it can be a really toxic environment Mm mm-hmm it's the competition that really kills it that's tough and that's I feel like I don't know Cause that that really ticked me off when I found out that like there really aren't 
many lesbian bars in L.A. like at all because I feel like that helps people with their community getting together more and like meeting each other more. Have you tried Googling want lady? No. Oh, yeah. Just Google want lady. Yeah. Hello, Google. Want lady. Hi, Google. This is Courtney. Want lady, please. Yeah, it works. Okay. Okay, I'll do that. That's how I met my wife. It's probably much more results now. I I love hearing this stuff just because, like, I, being where I'm at, where I'm just like, everyone's hot. Because, you know, I sometimes feel, I'm like, oh, I don't feel like, I feel like I'm on the outer rim of the outer rim because it's like I'm I'm such like a floater and like I'm I mean I'm still figuring out I'm gonna probably be more solid in in my identity of whatever this is like with more and more every day but I feel like sometimes I'm like oh I don't I I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here like I don't feel like I deserve to like uh, be a part of the community because I feel like I'm such like a I'm like dipping my toe in it potentially like that's kind of what it feels like because you and I had like a fun night recently where we just got to like sit down wait you we us two we had, I was us three for a little bit that was fun sorry um you were like helping me a lot Monica with figuring out what I need to do and how and just how to figure it out I also just I still need to like do my research too I, I mean yes it's good to do all the research just so that you're like informed and you're like you can relate to other people's experiences but I think a lot of people are in the same boat where they do feel like they don't belong in some way Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know I wouldn't worry about trying to hit a certain point uh, (laughs) before it like just happens for you you know yeah yeah and you're welcome in the queer community like don't yeah, we checked. Yeah, we, we checked <laughs> they our said books. It's okay. Yeah, we got a, we got the approval, right? We yeah, like yeah, sent yeah. the paperwork, yeah. right? Oh, nice. Yeah. No, you're in. <laughs> I, do I get a sash? We ran out of sash. Oh, we'll we'll yes. get you one. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for any like listeners out there that are in a similar boat to you, it's like having the curiosity in the acceptance is is the gay agenda, mm-hmm. and that's what being gay is. It's just we want the free openness. So it's like. The fact that you're interested in exploring that is acceptance enough. You've accepted us, so we're accepting you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. That's a yeah. nice way of saying it. And and even if you don't feel accepted, like it's it's your identity. Like you choose how you define yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like a deeply personal thing. So, you know, even if you don't feel like you're a part of the thing, you are. Yeah. Like you are the thing. Yeah, I, I think the reason why I deal with that is because when you're an, on in an in, let me start over when you're an influencer or, or like are like I'm like this internet personality. There's a, everyone kind of has their shtick, their 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 thing. Like whether it's their hair or like their catchphrase or just the way they dress. I think since I feel like I have to find my brand and like who I am and have this identity to show people and present to people, I feel like I automatically kind of feel that in my sexual identity as well and like wanting to have the answers so I guess that's why I feel that like uncertainty because I like want I've always just want to be sure about everything I always want to be fully understood with with everything because it's like when you're understood if you make a mistake people get you and it's like no we know who you are and just when people know who you are they appreciate you more as a person I think that's that was what I wanted most when I was trying to figure all this out was like I if I understand myself then I can help people understand me but it's all a process um and you guys help helped me a lot and still are and I'm gonna probably text you guys and I was like hey is it okay to say this (laughs) (laughs) it's like you never know yeah but Tommy and I are definitely gonna fuck with you oh god (laughs)
Yeah. Lovely. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for for coming on the Smosh cast. Um, And uh, yeah, I hope everyone has an amazing Pride Month. Is there like a thing to do to celebrate? Is there like a special dinner? Uh, Yeah, you wear a dumb hat um, (laughs) and then you slap yourself. Yeah, what you need to make sure to do is to show up at someone's house, Uh right? Okay, make sure you have a lot of vitamin C. Uh Okay, okay. (laughs) How many grandmas do you have? (laughs) It has to be a rap concert, Mm -hmm. sleepover. Got it, love that. Okay, so I already know. Awesome, okay. Well, I love you guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, we love you too? Oh, please. Did we file the paperwork for love? Uh, I, I'll get Is it to pending? It. Okay, we'll get okay. to it. It's fine. That's fine. We All will right. love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and watching this very special episode of the Smoshcast with Tommy, our social media meme lord, and our lovely writer, Monica. Um, and by the way, I don't know if you've noticed, the people who are watching, there's this lovely table, we this, lo- this lovely hat on the table, these water bottles, and our lovely t-shirt that Tommy is wearing. You can get it at smosh.store, and it's very comfy, very cute, very nice. And if you want to listen to the full audio episodes, you can get those on the Wednesdays on whatever listening app, or the full video episode if you want to see our cute little faces and our jumpsuits and our lovely leather jackets. You can Thank see you. those full video episode on Fridays. Uh, Love you guys so much. Bye. Bye.